baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey guys, you ready to let the dogs out? Yes, we are ready to let the dogs out. Okay, show me one way in which cats are better than dogs. Dogs are mysterious. Dogs are outstanding! Dogs are better than wives. Dog, 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 all day long. What is it, National Dog Day? Dog Day. It's National Dog Day. Every dog eventually has his day. Yeah, every dog has its day. Happy National Dog Day. It's showtime! It'll be a rough night, and the uh, pardon, pardon the pun. <laughs> you really went there, didn't you? On the uh, Texas and uh, Louisiana Gulf Coast. Here we go, getting it away as Hurricane Laura barrels its way towards the uh, American shoreline this afternoon, with uh, winds anticipated to be 150 miles an hour when it makes landfall. Wow. Seven minutes after six as we get going here in the fourth and final hour of the Bobby Mack Show, the bonus hour. Great to have you along. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation this evening. Just grab the phone and call me. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number, 71307. And my email address, bob at 1063word.com. And this warning from uh, my friend uh, Rich Watts up there in uh, Tar Heel Country in North Carolina. Don't let them take the temperature on your forehead as you enter the supermarket. It's a government plot to erase your memory. I went for a bottle of milk and a loaf of bread came home with a case of beer and 12 bottles of wine. There you go. Another plot. (laughs) Uh, Bob, uh, the NBA is actually playing basketball. Who knew? Uh, How about if we just boycott all of the NBA games? Uh, Bobby, has that ugly Bette Midler gazed in a mirror lately? And Kathy Griffin ought to be locked up. Uh, Bobby, the NBA has postponed all games scheduled for today in protest to the shooting of Blake in Wisconsin. I have a suggestion for him. Why don't they just postpone the rest of the season and all of them become full-time activists? They're protesting the shooting without knowing all of the facts, so they deserve to go broke to be woke from uh, Grover. Uh, Bobby, yes, storm surge is the ocean's elevation uh, rising that high. Everything lower than that is submerged. Yeah, and uh, not happily. Uh, Bobby, what about all the poor people that have no means to evacuate? Typically, uh, they will provide means for evacuation. Uh, Bobby, you've seen the uh, disgusting stuff coming out of Cardi B's filthy mouth today about FLOTUS. Daily Wire is reporting it. I'm sure Tucker 
will have it on his show tonight. Why are all these left-wing loons being allowed to say whatever they want with impunity? Well, they can embarrass themselves thanks to the First Amendment. Bobby, I was stationed in Biloxi with a military during Hurricane Katrina. The other texter's description of houses straight up missing from Highway 90 is completely accurate. Bobby spoke with my cousin who lives in Laporte, Texas. She said she is staying put because last time she evacuated her house, she came back to find looters had helped themselves to her property. From uh, my buddy Ira. Bobby, is it true that the Pledge of Allegiance of the DNC was recited leaving out under God? Uh, yes, in several, uh, at least two of their uh, caucus or committee meetings. Uh, Bob, um, oh, wait a second. Let me uh, quickly get back to the top here because uh, I'm, I'm uh, have scrolled back and picked up with what I needed previously. Uh, Bobby, if I pi posted a picture of Trump's head in my hand or said, uh, why not blow up the White House like Madonna, do you think I would get a visit from the Secret Service? Absolutely. Hey, Bobby, uh, please explain to me, is uh, Hurricane Laura Donald Trump's fault or Laura Bush's fault? Well, it's still to be determined, but it's probably going to be the fault of uh, Donald J. Trump, who is a, a racist, uh, doesn't care about uh, the poor people who are going to be victimized by this storm. Uh, Bobby, the last thing the worthless good old boys need to spend time and money on is more hate crime BS. We need property tax relief. And I've never seen something... Um, Someone charged with a hate crime against a white person in the entire country. Never. More rear-end kissing to the Dems by the rhinos in Columbia. It would be nice if they ever did something for me as a white, law-abiding taxpayer. And uh, finally this. Bobby, if people actually wore their masks, maybe those things would be an option. Too many jokers are too busy attempting to justify their decision not to. No, actually... Uh, if uh, if uh, they would never be an option because it is about control as the bottom line. By the way, the CDC has uh, issued new guidance today, by the way. Yeah. CDC says to uh, businesses and employers, if somebody comes into your store not wearing a mask, do not confront them. Yeah. Your tax dollars at work. There's the government, only about a month behind the power curve on the number of incidents of fights and what have you over mask wearing in various businesses, forcing the employers uh, to become cops and enforce these mandates. And now CDC says don't do it. Boy, they're right on top of it. Now, I mentioned uh, before the news at the top of the hour, uh, Jacob Blake's mother uh, was on CNN. Uh, the uh, black man whose police-involved shooting sparked riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, the mother of Jacob Blake said yesterday she has the, quote, utmost respect for, tre for President Trump and thinks the destruction plaguing her city is 
her word, disgusting. Don't you know that Don Women was thrilled to hear that? Speaking to uh, the idiot anchor in a Skype interview, Julia Jackson slammed the rioters who were using her son's name as an excuse to loot and burn businesses. My family and I are very hurt and quite frankly disgusted, she said. And as his mother, please don't burn up property and cause havoc and tear your own homes down in my son's name. You shouldn't do it. People shouldn't do it anyway. But to use my child or any other mother or father's child, our tragedy, to react in that manner is just not acceptable. A city has seen three long nights of violence and destruction. Two people fatally shot, another wounded during the mayhem last night. Police have charged Kyle Rittenhouse, 17, of Illinois, with murder in the shooting. What is Siri doing in there? Quiet, Siri. I'm not talking to you. Police have charged Kyle Rittenhouse, 17, of Illinois, with murder in the shooting deaths. He is reportedly the person seen in social media posts carrying a rifle on the street during the rioting. During her interview on CNN, Ms. Jackson, who was asked by Don Women whether she had a message to the politicians who are out there, specifically Mr. Trump or Joe Biden, uh, she said, and I quote, for our President Trump, first I want to say a family member, and I don't know if it was heard or not, said something that was not kind. She is hurting, and I do apologize for that. Our outburst does not reflect our behavior. And also for President Trump, I'm sorry I missed your phone call, because had I not missed your call, maybe the comments that you made would have been different, and I'm not mad at you at all. I have the utmost respect for you as the leader of our country. Like I said before, and I'm not saying this to him directly, we should always get the details from the right source before we start throwing bricks. Yeah, we should wait until all the facts are in. I'm sure Don Women was thrilled to hear Jacob Blake's mother say she had uh, the utmost respect for President Trump. Just a damn shame. He doesn't. 16 after 6 here on the Bobby Mack Show. I'll be right back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
Welcome back. 622 now. We're in the uh, last uh, hour for Hump Day. Bobby Mack Show in the bonus hour. Here is that story that I, I referenced about the masks. Don't argue with anti-mask customers during coronavirus. CDC warns retail employees. Would have been nice if they might have put this out, say, a month ago. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued new guidance aimed at helping businesses prevent violence from arising when enforcing Chinese flu safety procedures. Since the outbreak in uh, the U.S., the government agency has advised businesses and retailers to implement safety protocols like mandating that masks be worn by employees and customers, asking customers to follow socialist distancing rules, and limiting the number of customers allowed inside a business at one time in order to limit the spread of the virus. However, by putting these policies in place, quote, workers may be threatened and assaulted, the CDC said. This is just now occurring to them? adding that these threats and assaults can come from customers, other employees, or employers. A person walks next to a sign asking customers to wear a face mask on Fifth Avenue as the city continues phase four of reopening. It's got a picture here associated with it. The agency has two big don'ts for businesses. Don't argue with a customer if they make threats or become violent, the CDC says, adding that if needed, an employee should instead remove themselves and go to a safe area. Oh, go to your safe space. The agency also advises an employee should not attempt to force anyone who appears upset or violent to follow Chinese flu prevention policies or other policies or practices related to the Wuhan flu. To be better prepared, the agency recommends that employees attend all employer-provided training sessions. Got to have some focus groups on this. On how to recognize, avoid, and respond to potentially violent situations. It's also recommended by the CDC that employees report perceived threats or acts of violence to a manager or supervisor following any existing policies that may be in place. If you see something, say something. <laughs> they are so on top of things, aren't they? Yeah. I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. 625 here on the Bobby Mack Show, and that is time to bring on Gary Goodboyce. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Bob McClain presents Amazing, Amazing, True, True Facts. Uh, we got a hurricane in the Gulf of Mexico with 150 mile an hour winds. It's barreling down towards the Gulf Coast. They got people being shot to death in uh, the streets in America uh, as a uh, result of uh, all the anarchy going on. And given this environment, I thought it would be nice to uh, begin ATF today. Uh, with a, a good news story. And by the way, as always, I'm joined for ATF by the Bobettes, Miss Moneypenny in her hazmat suit. It's me again, Margaret. <laughs> and little Annie in a covert news locale. What's up? Hey. A father and daughter in Chicago started a charity in 2009 called Books for Cause. Uh, they take used books, give them out, give them away free. So after the pandemic hit, they started taking vacant stores 
and turning those into bookstores where anyone can get a book without paying a dime. Here's the deal. My favorite thing is like telling them that the books are free. Algebra hasn't changed that much in like hundreds of years, so why is this algebra book not have any value? What reading does provide is education, and that education lengthens lives. It might seem like really simple, but the escapism that it provides is like incredible. We'll move in, we can pop in in like a week, and if you need us to leave, you rent the space, we'll be out. Well, I can answer one of those questions because I took Algebra 1 and 2 and have never used the damn stuff in my entire life. So there is that. But it's nice what they're doing. Uh, careful there. The groom at an outdoor wedding in the People's Republic of Massachusetts joked during his vows that 2020 hasn't exactly been the best year ever. Uh, right on cue, a huge bolt of lightning hit. Uh, here, here they are talking about it. I don't know what to make of lightning striking a quarter mile away during our wedding vows. I take it as a good sign that we didn't get electrocuted. Let's face it, 2020 has not been the best year. <laughs> Mother Nature did not like that. <laughs> wow. Uh, could be a sign from above, you think? Nah. Yeah. Now, maybe uh, this gentleman needs to uh, have a few more salads when he sits down at the table. He was at a backyard pool, jumped on the diving board, gave it the full Monty, and uh, the, the end result was uh, not good. Here's the glorious moment. Oh no. Good good move there, blubber butt. Wait, was that the board breaking? <laughs> that was the uh, diving board separating into two separate pieces. Oh. No way. <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was a belly flop or a breaking board. Yeah, I, I think he did a butt flop, actually. <laughs> as the, that's going to leave the, a mark. <laughs> that's going to leave an ugly bruise. And uh, finally this evening, a company in Taiwan has come up with a robotic arm that swabs your nose to test for the coronavirus. Now, Money Penny, you've you've had the test, right? I have. Uh, a thrill oh, a minute. It's right? awful. Now, oh. Annie, you had it too. Yeah, it's terrible. Eyes, and water, it, nose run. Uh, yeah. it, it goes up to the eyeball. It feels like it hits the back of your head. Ew. Now, the ones they have now do not go as far. But wow, is all yeah. I can say. <laughs> Painful. Yeah. And I told when, Ann it wasn't that bad. Liar. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't have See, gone. Yeah. Well, you know you can't trust Money Penny. You know? Hey. No. <laughs> have I ever but, lied to you, Bobby? Uh, yep. Well. <laughs> but it reminded us of the scene in uh, Total Recall where Arnold Schwarzenegger uses a device to remove a tracker from his nose. Remember this? <laughs> yes. When you hear the crunch, you're there. Just pull it out. Be careful. It's my head, too. Wow. 
think we just uh, encouraged anybody to go have <laughs> yes, coronavirus. We did. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes. Holy cow. Yeah, that sounds uh, pretty grim. Makes me want to uh, go home and watch that movie now. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure it does. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Appreciate the assist as always. <laughs> 6.30 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Little Annie is ready with a news update, and I am right back with the last half of the bonus hour here on Hump Day on WORD. Welcome back. 6.37 now, 23 before 7 here on the Bobby Mack Show. About time for me to catch up with the uh, stupid news of the day. That is the uh, crazy stuff the left does. You know, getting rid of all the uh, stuff that could be considered racist, Uncle Ben's rice and, and all the rest of that. Well, Disneyland, and unsurprising uh, that the Disney people are right at the forefront of this, a popular song from Disney's past is no longer in rotation in certain parts of the company's theme parks. This change comes about after it was announced that a ride associated with a song was being changed as well. The song Zippity Doodah, Zippity A, has been removed from the musical rotation in the area around downtown Disney near Disneyland. Footage captured from the area appears to show the musical loop skipping past the part where the song would normally be played. According to WDW News Today, Zippity Doodah would play between the Frozen medley and the Ballad of Davy Crockett. You remember? King of the Wild Frontier. Recent footage recorded from the area, however, appears to show the loop skipping right past zippity Doodah, which was featured in the 1946 film Song of the South, which the left has jumped on in recent years for its depiction of plantation life in the southern United States. A spokesperson for Disneyland was not immediately available to offer further comment. What do you know? This, of course, is not the first change the parks have made in regards to Song of the South, the movie, Fox Business previously reported that Disney planned on recasting Splash Mountain so that it no longer featured any connections to the 1946 movie. Instead, the updated ride will be based on the 2009 film The Princess and the Frog. The changes to the ride will occur at both Disneyland in California and Disney World in Florida. The changes were made after fans called for the ride to stop promoting a movie that many consider racist by today's standards. Mm -hmm. In other words, a few leftists raised hell, and that was, that was it. Meantime, in uh, the elitist uh, White Towers of Academia, where the pinheads rule... A Syracuse University professor 
was reportedly placed on administrative leave for referring to the novel coronavirus as the Wuhan flu on his course syllabus. Never mind, of course, to the university elitists that the President of the United States routinely refers to the Wuhan flu or the China flu. The unidentified professor also called the virus the Chinese Communist Party virus. Syracuse.com reported, citing a photo of the syllabus posted by social media account The Tab Syracuse. Quote, and you could have written this as well as me, Syracuse University unequivocally condemns racism and xenophobia and rejects bigotry, hate, and intolerance of any kind, especially conservative thought. Well, I tagged on the last part myself. The derogatory language used by a professor on his course syllabus is damaging to the learning environment for our students and offensive to Chinese, international, and Asian Americans everywhere who have experienced hate speech, rhetoric, and actions since the pandemic began. What, do you mean sales are off on a General Sal's chicken? The professor will be on leave pending an investigation by the Office of Equal Opportunity, Inclusion, and Resolution Services. God, does that sound like a communist... The way that uh, in the Soviet Union they would have described the uh, Politburo not approving of your speech. Uh, COVID-19, which has infected over 23 million people globally and killed over 815,000, is believed to have first emerged last year at a wet market in Wuhan, China. Yeah, sure, that's where it started. Right. And from the sports page, you also know the NBA teams have uh, decided to cancel their playoff games out of respect for Jacob Blake, who was shot in Kenosha, Wisconsin on Sunday. Meantime, more bad news for the Washington Redskins, uh, the Washington football team. They've been under the microscope the entire summer. Spotlight only getting hotter today as a new boom bombshell report detailed allegations against team owner daniel snyder and several former executives accusing them of fostering a malignant workplace for female employees our friends at the washington compost revealed accusations by several women who detailed incidents of inappropriate behavior in the organization over the last decade including Snyder, allegedly telling a cheerleader to go up to a hotel room with one of his friends to get to know each other better. The request for an unofficial cheerleading video showing the cheerleaders being inadvertently exploited and having to abide by stringent rules while in the presence of the team owner. Didn't uh, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, uh, well, never mind. The video described in the post report was from a 2008 cheerleader swimsuit shoot ooh, in which the outtakes would be used to show what was described as the women's, quote, good bits, 
end quote. Larry Michael, the former radio voice of the team, allegedly asked for the video to be produced for Snyder. Michael also allegedly asked for another video to be created in 2010. He has denied knowledge of the videos to the compost. The newspaper obtained the videos and showed them to Lisa Banks, who represents former cheerleader Tiffany Bacon Scorby, who described the videos as appalling but not surprising. Former cheerleaders said they felt exploited. I felt betrayed and violated, Heather Tran told the newspaper. Scorby added, I'm horrified, I'm nauseous. The video is a huge violation of my sister's. And I. How long do you think before uh, Dan Snyder goes the way of the former Panthers owner? Quarter before seven here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, this whole business of systemic racism, it is a topic spoken about in a piece today by Professor Walter Williams, who ought to know something about it. He's a black man. He's 84 tell you what he has to say when we come right back. There are a, a number of people who, when I see their writings on the web, I love to share with you. One of those is uh, Professor Walter E. Williams, uh, professor of econ at uh, George Mason University in uh, Northern Virginia. And he has a piece today entitled Institutional Racism. Institutional and systemic racism are terms bandied about these days without much clarity. Being 84 years of age, I've seen and lived through what might be called institutional or systemic racism. Both operate under the assumption that one race is superior to another. It involves the practice of treating a person or group of people differently based on their race. Negroes, as we proudly called ourselves back then, were denied entry to hotels, restaurants, and other establishments all over the nation, including the North. Certain jobs were entirely off-limits. What school a child attended was determined by his race. In motion pictures, Negroes were portrayed as being unintelligent, such as the roles played by Stephen Fetchett and Mantan Moreland in the Charlie Chan movies. Fortunately, those aspects of racism are a part of our history. By the way, Fetchett, whose real name was Lincoln Perry, was the first black actor to become a millionaire, and he has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. In 1976, the Hollywood chapter of the NAACP awarded him a special image award. Despite the nation's great achievements in race relations, there remains institutional racism, Namely, the widespread practice of treating a person or group of people differently based on their race. Most institutional racism is practiced by the nation's institutions of higher learning. 
Eric Dreband, an assistant attorney general in the Civil Rights Division of the DOJ, recently wrote that Yale University grants substantial and often determinative preferences based on race. The four-page letter said Yale's race discrimination imposes undue and unlawful penalties on racially disfavored applicants, including in particular Asian American and white applicants. Yale is by no means alone in the practice of institutional racism. Last year, Asian students brought a discrimination lawsuit against Harvard and lost. The judge held that the plaintiffs could not prove that the lower personal ratings assigned to Asian applicants were the result of animus or ill-motivated racial hostility towards them by Harvard admissions officials. However, no one offered an explanation as to why Asian American applicants were deemed to have on average poorer personal qualities than white applicants. An explanation may be that Asian students party less, study more, and get higher test scores than white students. In court filings, Students for Fair Admissions argued UNC, University of North Carolina's admissions practices, are unconstitutional. Their brief stated UNC's use of race is the opposite of individualized. UNC uses race mechanically to ensure the admission of the vast majority of underrepresented minorities. Edward Blum, president of Students for Fair Admissions, said in a news release that the court filing exposes the startling magnitude of the University of North Carolina's racial preferences. When social justice warriors use the terms institutional racism or systemic racism, I suspect it means they cannot identify the actual person or entities engaged in the practice. However, most of, white be call, of what might be called institutional or systemic racism is practiced by the nation's institutions of higher learning, and it is seen by many particularly the intellectual elite, as a desirable form of determining who gets what. So, yeah, it's out there, but the left is looking in the wrong place. Have a great evening. See you tomorrow. God bless. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.